And then you'd have so much money that you could get an ensuite chef. Is that what you call them? What? <laughs> no, no, you don't call them ensuite. Um, no, uh, yeah, yeah, you get like a nutritionist. <laughs> That's the word I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Single Sounds, the podcast that showcases single Londoners in a new light for dating. My name is Katie Mack and I'm the host and creator of Single Sounds with a mission to create positive first dates. This week's character is looking for an independent woman with her own interests. He admits to having lucked out when it comes to the height genetics and can be found happiest when on an active holiday with Couscous. If you enjoy the podcast, please remember to follow, rate and review so the podcast hits the charts and reaches more people. And of course, if you'd like to date today's guest, write into the Instagram at Single Sounds. The link is in the show notes. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Katie. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Fab. I love when people ask me how I am. Yeah. It's very rare, you know. Is it? You're the only the second person out of 29. Sure about that. But, you know, <laughs> like, I'm kind of seeing this as a conversation, so <laughs> glad you're doing well. We can start off the conversation with your profile. You'll hear what, where. So who are you sexually attracted to? person I'm looking for is probably someone who's quite independent, someone who's got a lot of their own interests. I'm, I'm an extremely faddy person. So if you've got like a slightly rogue interest or different interests that I haven't taken part in I'd probably get extremely engaged in it for about three to six months and then be quite supportive after that (laughs) so yeah I'd say someone who's quite independent sporty probably between the age of 24 and 29 I'm 27 okay it doesn't matter none of that matters but we are quite tall so thanks yeah well we need to tell the listeners it's important that that aspect (laughs) six foot two I I would say that I was the perfect height. I I would agree. It's kind of like that medium. Yeah, sort of, it's you're comfortably over six foot. You're yeah. not too tall that it's a bit awkward. Agreed. And we also like I I have had this conversation with loads of people about like a, a six foot energy. Yeah. And you know I'd like to think that over six foot one you don't need to worry about whether you've got six foot energy. And there's people that have, are like five ten who have six foot energy. <laughs> um, and there's people that are six one. That don't have six for energy. Yeah. So it's it, it does help. I don't need to worry about it. Uh, it's great. I'm I'm proud of you. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm impressed with your growth. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No. Me too. It's really surprising. It was like 14 years old. Just bang went. I was like, nice one. That's. Oh, is your family like not tall? Really? Actually, it's quite a funny story. My family's really oddly shaped. So essentially, my mum is six foot, but my dad's about five five. He's a small five five. That's so amazing. He's like a skinny. I love this. Tiny person. But short king vibe. Short king vibes. <laughs> and my mum's tall queen. Yeah, tall queen. I love that. Yeah, it's sick, isn't it? That's so cool that they managed to like get over that area of time. It's a hilarious story. I mean, it's so I grew up in Luxembourg. There's this like really boozy bar that you go to. And at one point I came home when I was like nineteen and I'm like, well, I know my mum. I was like, Where did you go? I was like Scott's bar. She's like, oh no, and you know, I consider that the booziest bar in Luxembourg. Okay. And uh, they were like, oh, that's where I met Dad. And I was like, how did you meet Dad? He's like, well, it's quite weird. I was at the bar, and this like quite short guy turned up with an oversized like turquoise shirt on, right? And was like, do you want to go mountain biking tomorrow? 
<laughs> and then she was like, that's really rogue, but yeah, let's go for it. And bang, 30 okay. years later, she's got, well, they've got a bunch of children who are completely different sizes. Yeah. So my sister's like 5'4", I'm 6'2", and my brother's kind of in the middle and like 5'10". Wow. Oh, you didn't say who is in like gender, non-gender, sexual uh, orientation. Yes, an independent woman. An independent woman. Yes. Love. We all want that. It's... That'd be that'd be great. Whereabouts? Well, I live in Brixton Hill. Depending on who I talk to, I live in Clapham South or <laughs> Brixton. So depending on what vibe, I assess the situation of the vibe in the group, whoever I'm speaking to, and then I make a judgment on where I live because I live on the border of the two. So um, I do the same. To be fair, it is funny how people just you can like slightly adjust it. So um, oh yeah, to answer your questions. Yeah. So where I'm distracted? <laughs> Pretty flexible. Uh, I cycled to a bunch of places, not really um, married to my local area. Yeah, you're not so, one of this only south of the river. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, big up the SW Massive, but not that married to that area. Yeah. So happy to move around, but I'd say greater London. Just like somewhere accessible. Accessible, yeah. Somewhere I can, you know, get to within an hour. Crawley to the Dartford Crossing to Crawley North Dartford. Hampstead Heath. Just before Heathrow. And what are your two truths and a lie? My two truths and a lie are I used to be in a popular punk rock band. I'm a Silver Elite Crown Plaza IHG Rewards member. Right. Is that like the top tier? Hotel points. Yeah, I know, but as in like. No, it's the first tier. Oh. I reached it yesterday. Right. Not that might be a lie. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> I can play the match of the day theme tune on the trumpet. My instant gut feel was that trumpet was live because it's another instrument. But what do you mean other instruments? Was it like you maybe you can play it on the piano or the guitar, not the trumpet. There could be like a half line. I think it's trumpet. No. Don't rush me. <laughs> Hotel point. That's why I asked if it was a really high tier, but it's the lowest. What was the first one I actually forgotten? I was in a Oh yes. Dunk rock band. That is, that's pretty big time out of all of them. When there's one that stands out that would be much cooler. I don't think that one's true, actually. Are they, were you in a punk rock band and it was just really unpopular? I really want to get this right. I don't think I'm going to. Punk rock's the lie. So it is the trumpet. Um, oh, I don't play the trumpet. Should have gone with my gun. Actually, one of my best mates. The only thing you can do musically is play the match of the day tune on a trumpet Duncan Wood shout out I am a Silver Elite IHG Rewards member mm-hmm. what's the day that is not very impressive dependent on your definition of popular I was in a popular punk rock band I was younger I started a band Stranger Than Fiction and we played a number of concerts around Luxembourg playing at a variety of the biggest festivals in Luxembourg that's awesome and got paid some money to do it so something so you know, better than me popular is contextual we were popular in luxembourg fair enough that's quite cool yeah what happened to the band well funnily enough so this was, i was in this band from like 17 to no probably like 16 to 10 20 and our last act was that you know we we're all going to uni one of them went to the states one of my mates went to the states but we got invited to headline the second stage of 
the biggest festival in Luxembourg. Mm. There's only two stages, so it's not the biggest place in the world. But still, like, uh, you know, 20,000, 30,000 people turn up to this festival, right? Yeah. Uh, we were we got invited to headline the second stage. Wow. And we looked at it, and we were, like, we we're all on, like, family holidays that week. Oh, no. <laughs> we were just like, God, that's actually maybe the least punk rock thing in the world. Yep. It's like, sorry, I can't play this game. Family holiday. So I'm going with my parents to Austria. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was... Uh, it's pretty funny. Pretty funny. I was actually, I think I was hiking in Scotland and they were like on like family holidays in places. And I was like, it's absolutely hilarious. Like we can't play this festival, which would be the biggest thing we've ever done. Yeah. that, And then the band ended. And then we were like, that's too embarrassing. So pull it quits. Swear ahead. Goodness. That's crazy. I'm excited. No one's answered this question before. So I really want to know the answer. What would your therapist say about you? My therapist would probably say about me that I need to find balance. That's partially a product of a hot summer. Everyone's too busy at the moment. Everyone's too busy at the moment. But I'd say people have been going through this quite a lot, but uh, midweek, busy with work and stuff, but mm. trying to pack loads of stuff in midweek. Yeah, like silly podcast recordings. <laughs> silly podcast recordings, thirsty Thursdays, you know, Fridays, Saturdays. And Wednesdays it, keep getting booked up. Wednesdays. I've got Sundays as the thing that's been like added to the sort of weekly schedule. People like a Sunday. Yeah. It's like, you know, we, we're, we're in our late 20s. The hangovers are getting worse. Need to like take the edge off to at least be able to enjoy one of my days. Let's go for three or four beers. And you're just like, and I also think there's an element of like when you have a chill weekend that pops up. Make sure you use it. Don't wake up on a Saturday. Be like, hey, want to go catch up over a couple of beers? Yeah. And then like wake up. Then you wake up at home 17 hours later. You're like, where's my phone? My phone's in a park somewhere. And then you're just like, well, okay. Uh, weekend over. Weekend over. Yeah. It's like finding that balance around managing my energy a little bit better. It's getting more difficult. I would agree. And I think that's why I'm getting a bit more stressed out about it because I actually need that time to chill more than I ever did. Yeah. Like at uni, I didn't need that time. I could be with people. 24 7 yeah and i just i don't know it didn't it didn't bother me i didn't feel busy though whereas now i just get tired like an old person because you get tired you don't want to sort of resent the all the plans that you have mm. and sometimes you look at your weekly schedule you're like sheesh yeah why did i do that i do that all the time i have something every day and i'm like why but i find it really hard to say no it's never a good enough reason to just stay at home and that's yeah. what it feels like you're like oh okay so yeah. we're all gonna go do that what am I going to do instead? And it's not like you're, it's like, well, I'm going to sit at home and watch a film. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's not good enough reason to miss out on all your friends hanging out. And they're like, shit. Let me know your best dating story. It was the second date. So it was probably in the last year, second date, first date, you know, went for a few drinks, ended up like staying out quite late. Really fun. Had a great time. Nice. And then we were kind of like texting each other, being like, that was really fun. Maybe we can do something like a little bit more chill. Second day. Uh, maybe go some, some, for some food. She lived in uh, North East London. And I was like, okay, we can kind of find a little bit because we went to like Soho or something. I was like, let's find a, a middle ground. And I was like, Hackney, I love Hackney. Yeah. I'm like, let's go to Pizza Brewery Plains Crate in Hackney Wick. Not too formal. That yeah, one. a little bit more chill. I was like, this will be a little bit more chill. We can sit on the river, yada, yada, yada. This be a little bit better for us to get some other. We turn up at Crate and there's a DJ with his decks out, like dim, dim lighting. You know, this dude's playing <laughs> like minimalist, like 
techno kind of ravey tunes were like this is pretty weird there was definitely like a clash of vibe between what the bar was trying to do bar pizzeria that was trying to do and what everyone else was trying to do you know there was like a 30th birthday over there we're like we're just having this lovely second day actually getting to know each other because the first one got a bit it's quite busy yeah and then the um this there's a stag do over there like some dudes like trying to chop a like jug and we're like watching it great people watching we're just like what is going this is there's a clash of so many vibes in this place and we're like cool so we had like a we both had a pizza had a few beers had a great time great people watching and then we're like oh should we move away from here because you know there's a lot going on there and i was like yeah yeah so i know this place down the road that i came here a few months ago and on a thursday they they had like a jazz night and i was like maybe we'll go to this jazz night and like have a few beers sit on the river it's that'll be really chill that'll be really nice and uh we both agreed that'd be really cool so we were walking towards it stopped at a couple of pubs on the way and we got to this place in hackney wick and as we're walking towards it, all you can hear is like, ouch, ouch, ouch. And I was like, oh, God. And then... Again. We take... Yeah, again. And then we got to the door. And then, oh, there's this, like, door stuff. And I was like, so, um, and who's planning on the jazz night tonight? Yeah. And this person was, like, looking at me like I was an idiot. Like, it's actually, like, just bass coming from this, like, bar club. And then she's like... Is that a serious question? I was like, no, no, no. But what's going on here? And she's like, well, we kind of got this like Afro beats library thing. And I was like, um, hey, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, I was like, do you want to go in? We decided that might as well go in. Yeah, you're there now. We, we're there now. We had a few laughs about, oh, the jazz sounds really good. And then we walked in and it's just this like genuinely like dirty techno rave going on in. And everyone in there is completely off their nut. What? What time and, is this? Uh, it's honestly uh, probably like 10, 9.30 uh, on a Thursday night. And we were just like, this is nuts. And we are just here. Like, this is seriously niche as well. There's like 35 people. Like, there's not that many people there. <laughs> what is going on? And then we were like, we just, we sat down outside, had a beer. And we were like, so we can either leave, pay £10 entry, just commit. And we just decided to commit, stayed until like, Four o'clock in the morning. Whoa. It was nuts. It was really weird. Like, sat loads of people. Like, I've, I've met every single person at that rave and had a conversation with them. And had a great time. It was amazing. Yeah. It's so cool she was up for that as well. Yeah. Like, why not? We're here now. That is a good best dating story. Yeah, Actually really positive. Funny. Getting home that next day and, like, you know, next day, because I left when it was light, my friends were like, oh, what did you do? I just went to an accidental rave. <laughs> That's hilarious. Right. So, what would your TED Talk topic be? I actually did think about this for a little bit. It talks quite serious. They're meant to be like additive to the everyday person's life. And I was that's like, true. maybe I'll try do figure, find some sort of topic that's like philosophical or something or current situation in the world. But then I was like, no, I'm going to focus on the one thing that I love more than anything else. And that's couscous. <laughs> what the hell? That's so random. I mean, foods are nice. They named it twice. It's fantastic. Couscous. I identify quite a lot of couscous. So it's like you add some water. So on, first of all, it's Mediterranean. Yeah. A little bit exotic. You're like, wow, couscous. A crazy name. What is it all about? Like, oh, wait. Crazy name. It's just a grain. <laughs> Spitting rhymes. I love couscous. It takes five minutes to prepare. You add some boiling water, maybe some leafy greens and a little bit of hummus. Got a tablet and you're ready to go. Yeah, you feel like a chef. It's incredibly practical. It's nutrient dense. It's amazing for, I did, so my holidays, I do a fair amount of like hiking and stuff like that. Uh, it's amazing for any outdoorsy based activity. Like energy source. Yeah. I mean, you literally chuck it in a bowl 
chuck some boiling water in it, anything else, you, even just that. And then it's just five minutes later, it's ready and it's nutrient dense. I think I could talk about couscous and pull together a seriously good slide deck for yeah. our TED talk. I don't know what food I do. Pizza. Yeah. I would be pizza. I'm obsessed. Why pizza? What pizza? Stuffed crust. Maybe I could just do it just on stuffed crust. Uh, you can get cheese stuffed crust. This sausage crust. You also have burger crusts. Yeah. Empty market crust. I'm one of those people that now I go to restaurants, I want to try the weird pizza. I tried a pear one the other day. Pear pizza. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it, but I just needed to try it. It was like pear honey, but it was a white pizza. It was like okay. gorgonzola mozzarella pear honey. As soon as I saw it on the menu, I was like, that's for me. So like you wouldn't make that unless you and it had was pork. good. It was called Pig and the Pear. It was at um, Bondi Green in Paddington, if anyone wants to go try it. Bondi Green? Yeah, like cool. the Timmy Green, Daisy Green, that. No, not basic enough for you. I'm oh, sorry. Not a basic bitch. What depends? By living Clapham South or Brixton. <laughs> yes, so true. Oh, this is relevant though. Talking about where to go. You know the best spot in London for what? A jazz night slash techno rave. <laughs> Looping it back. Yeah, it's called Grow. In Hackney Wick. Yeah, it's great. So, right. You know, one, one Thursday might be a jazz night. One Thursday, when you wished it was a jazz night, it might be a rave. <laughs> Other than that, any number of random activities. Okay. So, I don't know, if you, Katie, proverbial, if you ice do pottery, we could go to Hackney City Farm. You want to go to a silent disco in a museum every last Friday of the month in the natural histories. I've not done that, but I've wanted to. It sounds sick. Have you done it? No. No. It does sound cool. I could also take you to the best pub in London, the Pilgrim. It's sick. Bar staff are amazing. Food's good and affordable. Drinks are normal prices. Sounds like a normal pub. Yeah, so what's so special about it? Some, I've been there, there's been live music, there's people like crowd surfing, I've been there, it's just been like a sports pub, I've been there and they've had like electronic music playing and people are going nuts, it's nuts. It's 10 different vibes every given time. Sounds like it's got it all. So it's amazing and it's just, yeah, there's like an visible vibe there. I love the <laughs> Pilgrim. Or if you want to go on like a really, really late night out, there's always the swan in Stockport, oh, just down the road. That's absolutely stunning. I love it. I always have a really good time there. It's just a happy vibe. Sick. Okay, final question. What is your moon of the moment? There's a few, but I'm only going to talk about one, obviously. <laughs> a recent one, shine a light on it for everyone's and listeners to be aware of. I sat next to someone the other day who had a, a smoked salmon sandwich in the office and then left the like packaging on the table all day. And I was like... This stinks. That should not be allowed. <laughs> I am actually a bit bad at that. Not salmon, but I do leave my food out of the office. I have like those ready meals from Tesco, the green Thai curry one specifically. It's all right. But the real one is generally just about, it's a little bit topical actually. It's boomers passing judgment on younger people's lives choices. Interesting. Yeah. And I use the word boom, obviously boom, boomers are now probably like 80 to 95. But I actually use that term of anyone above the age of 47. <laughs> That's specific. The thing behind that is that, you know, obviously there's loads of narrative around there and young people don't know what it's like. I remember that. Look, I spend an unacceptable percentage of my income on rent. Bills are out of this world. Hair, food, share, butter is 20%, 20p more expensive. 
<laughs> priorities. I was gutted about that. And then if I'm going to drown my sorrows in a £10 Aperol spritz, just let me. But yeah, so I think that's my mode of the moment. I think a lot of them also mean about how much we are around technology slash addicted slash can't live without it. And who really knows what it was like. I feel like we'd be exactly the same if we didn't have it. And they'd be exactly the same if they did. Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's uh, I was reading something the other day about, it's like the, the last sort of like 20, 25, 20 years is the first time that as a parent, you have no idea what your child is going to do because the world's changing so fast. So they just don't understand what's going on because a hundred years ago, you'd be a carpenter. Now it's just like, you have a kid. I have no idea what this little thing's going to do. They don't understand most of the things that we deal with in life because it's completely different. My job didn't exist. Probably the job that like future generations will have, we don't even know about. Will they exist? The exact same. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I understand that that's, see, historically, um, as you get older, you're meant to be like wiser about the world. But I think in on society, as you get older, you just don't understand the modern world more. So yeah, you're not yeah. actually getting wiser, you just... Getting more confused. Getting more confused. It's it's and the, and more uncertain. Yeah, and it's and it's uncertain for everyone. Yeah, and I think that sometimes manifests itself a sort of defensiveness where they're like, "Well, they don't understand what it was like." Okay, we're gonna move it on to light lightheartedness. <laughs> okay, with your bestie wreck. So I've reached out to one of your friends. You don't know who this is. So I'm excited about. How are you feeling? Extremely positive. Yeah. No. Oh, do you think you know who it is? Yeah. Okay. Wait, have they told you? Yes. They haven't told me anything about it, though. No, but you know who it is. That's boring. <laughs> I'm only joking. It's fine. So, here are a few reasons to date my friend. You know, most people get their nicknames from their friends or loved ones, but not this guy. If you want to date someone who essentially gave himself a nickname associated with drinking and then just repeated it until it stuck, then you're in luck. One of the other chief benefits to dating this guy is his Hall of Crime Plaza points. Keeps telling me they're important, they seem important, I'm not sure what they are. But if that's your thing, then, you know, get stuck in. Uh, on a slightly more serious note, um, he does have an enormous amount of love to give and he's a wonderful and thoughtful friend. You know, he's got a wide array of interests, perhaps too wide, which keeps things interesting. And he's always both interesting and interested. I think case in point, you need to, you need to listen to this man talk about couscous, it's something else. Uh, extremely high energy which is something that, that, that you might want um, and still kind of understands the value of chilling, I would say. You know, I think the, the sentence that best captures this is you're essentially dating a golden retriever with a drinking problem. That's basically it. And if that's what you're after, then you're in luck. Oh, man, that was amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's a real, real good balance of... <laughs> he's got the balance. He's got He's got balance. He got you down like to a T. That is pretty good. Yeah, he got like couscous, the points. I don't think we've really delved properly into these points. They're clearly important to you. They're not that important. It's set on a, like a project thing in, in Watford and I stayed in a hotel. And, you know, we obviously have just been through lockdown. Haven't stayed in a hotel in like a few years. Yeah. And then someone got me involved, like told me about these points and you collect points. For some reason, that whole idea has been making me laugh loads. You can like just stay in places and like gain points, and then you get like three days. Oh, I can check out two hours later. Oh, yeah, like little perks, like tiny little perks. I was like, this is absolutely just ridiculous, but really, really funny. So I've kind of made like a joke out of having loads of points and <laughs> telling everyone about my 
completely inconsequential points because I think it's just, it's just quite funny. It's like, oh yeah, and, and the names are hilarious. Like, so I, I tell my friends, I was like, yeah, I'm about to be Silver Elite. And they're like, wow, is that like the... Well, I said, I was like, is that the best? Is that really good? And I was like, no, 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 no. It's like, you literally need to stay somewhere for five nights. Silver Elite is nothing, but it's hilarious. Like you're like, I'm the Silver Elite member. It's I just I just think the whole the whole thing is just a really just funny concept. It's just a Fagazi. It's like, oh I'm silver I'm a platinum gold and you're like, What does that even mean? Yeah. Like I get to go to the lounge and you're like, What does that mean? It's like I get a coffee. It's like coffee in your room. <laughs> I also identify as a golden retriever. That was really? my one word for myself and someone asked. So I was like, Whoa There you go. Yeah, love it. Okay. Final section, this or that. I'm going to give you two options. Go with your gut feel. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Would you rather spend two years with your ex or one year in prison? Two years with my ex. Not that bad then. If they paid the same, would you rather be a doctor or a politician? Politician. Yeah? Yeah. No, I think so. I wouldn't do it forever, but just to see how it works. Works. Because especially at the moment, everything going on, you're just like... What's actually going on over there? Yes, it's mental. What is going on? And I'd love to see it. I think every day would be such an entertaining day at the office if you did work there. I'd love to work with those characters. I'd yeah. love to just like watch it. Oh, who are these people? <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you get like a view of it, so make conclusions. But you're just like, I'd love to know yeah. what it's like every day. I have to imagine you have a partner for this one. Interesting forum for that question. <laughs> Would you rather watch a current partner's sex tape, but without you in it, or your parents, and knowing the height difference of your parents, wow. <laughs> Hard without a partner, but if I have to put myself shoes when I did, oh, God, that's tough. It's really hard. See, it would depend how serious the partner is. Let's say it was a serious partner. Yeah, serious. Like- you're like, really serious about there. Been strapped to a chair, you've got to make a choice. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. You're going to die. I'd probably say, oh, God, no. I'm going to say parents, just because I think I could warrant it being, like, just people. Yeah, yeah. I just people. I do see things. that. Yeah. Well, and obviously it'd be the same with a partner, but it'd be more whether you'd be able to unsee it. Yeah, that I think that's the thing, yeah. that you'd bring it, like, with you more, yeah. I think. Whereas, like, the parents, you could just be like, that was horrendous, but, like, let's was- try and forget it. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather never gain weight or never pay for alcohol? Never pay for alcohol. In the way things are manageable, but... You save a lot of money. The current climate. Yeah. It's, you know, socialising is expensive. Yeah. Especially here. In London, yeah. You've got on a night out and if you had food to it or anything. Also, I don't know, it just says never pay for alcohol. You could be the most popular person and buy everyone a bin. And be sick. Yeah, so good. And then you'd have so much money that you could get an ensuite chef. Is that what you call them? What? <laughs> no, no, you don't call them on sweet. Um, no, uh, yeah, yeah, you get like a nutritionist. <laughs> That's the word I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> okay, next. Never be able to cut the hair on your head or lose all your body hair forever. My body hair? Is that like neck so, down? Yeah, I wouldn't say face. I'd say like... Yeah, neck down, any chest hair, leg hair, arm hair, everything. You could never cut your hair or you'd lose all your body hair. Very hard. I'm going to say never have body hair. I've grown my hair long a few times, but it's just like after a certain amount of years, how long would it get? And whereas like... Was it never cut your hair again? It that really gets good. really scraggly. Yeah, I was thinking cycling, streamline. Streamline. <laughs> they wax them anyway, don't they? So be the new risk high. <laughs> 
If your date used vouchers to pay for a meal, would you judge or be impressed? Be impressed? Yeah. That's good. Good use of resource. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, if someone was like, oh, yeah, I only picked this place because we're going to get 50% off, I'd be like, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, dating's really expensive. That's really smart. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that concludes the podcast. Really? Yeah. Wow. Done. That was awesome. I really, really enjoyed that. That's good. Do you have any final words? Do I have any final words? I've obviously gotten a lot of chat for coming on this from my friend. So, yeah. uh, everyone, hope you enjoyed it. And, you know, was it? Do they phone in, email in? Write in, yeah. Write DM in, actually. Well, you know, hasta la vista. So, if you have your own fad or would like to combine hotel loyalty points with today's character, contact the podcast to be in with the chance of stumbling across a techno night on a date with him. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and see you next Tuesday.